And good morning, everybody. How are you all out there? April 8th. This is Thoughts Count Anywhere coming to you live from the WWDB TV series in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. Our faithful traveling son has returned after a great weekend in California. Mr. Matt Mullen there on the end. How are you? Guess who's back? Yeah, the boys <laughs> the WrestleMania back. man. That's right. Himself. And the man sitting next to me, simply known by the Chief. Good morning, Good morning. everybody. How's everybody today? Outstanding. I Fantastic. Mean, you are, you're still riding over a high from being there last Hell week. Hell yeah. Tell, right? <laughs> As you can see, we got some WrestleMania stuff here, and Matt was gracious enough to uh, bring some stuff back for us. Yes, sir. You know what? Wow. 702-992-3207. <laughs> Eight six seven five three zero nine nine. That is our phone number, not the one I did, the one the chief did. Seven zero two nine nine two three two zero seven. We like would that. love your in your input regarding WrestleMania thirty nine weekend, the the sale NXT the pod impact the who the bathroom break. Oh, the bathroom. Yeah. What, what was your good morning, Ronald? What match was your potty break? Anything you want to talk about, but we have a funny feeling that today's show is going to be heavy on WrestleMania and the sale of WWE and UFC together. But thank you for watching us on Facebook, whether it's on our show page, your thoughts kind of anywhere show page, or you have the WWDB TV Facebook page, YouTube, same channels, WWDB TV on YouTube, thoughts kind of anywhere show on YouTube. Of course, download if you're on the road, got to do something, taking kids to soccer, food shopping, whatever it is, getting ready for Easter, middle of Passover. Download the WWDB-TV phone app to your Android, WWDB-TV-LV to your iPhones. And if you are watching us on YouTube, you can send us messages and comments. John can pick them up. Our Snickers boy back there can get it for us. As well as on Facebook, we're monitoring the chat rooms right here. So, hi, Hi. Hey, Ronald, I just want to say, again, thank you very much for standing in uh, last week with us. Greatly appreciate it. But you know what? It's great. It's fantastic to have Matt back. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, Ronald did a great job last week. I put him on the spot about 30 minutes before I went on the air. Yeah. After I found out Thomas was not feeling well and not coming in. Yes. Obviously, we know Chief and I can do the show without assistance. However, in your absence, Chief can do it by himself. All right, let's go have breakfast, Matt. All right, see you later. <laughs> see, we'll see you in a couple hours. But uh, yeah, Ronald, thank you. I called, literally called him like on my way here last week, and he said absolutely, and he did a great job for his first. He He's no longer a podcast virgin. No, he, he, he popped his chair. Popped his chair. Yeah, popped his yeah, chair. Yeah. Way to go, Ronald. We appreciate it. And also, Ronald is uh, helping me try to get the Savannah bananas here. Uh, so we get, well, they're coming here, but in touch with them, we're working on that still to get them uh, on the show in a couple of weeks. All right. Uh, listen, a lot's going on, but before we get to all of that, how was your week since we last met here? Outstanding. Yeah? Yeah. That's I good. Mean, uh, you know, other than what we know about, it's, it's been great. Good. Been fantastic. Well, every day we really see ourselves in the mirror in the morning. Oh, no, no, that, no, right? no. I, I After that, it's all gravy in a way right <laughs> I, I i have neuropathy folks and uh it bears it tears me down sometimes but you know what the chief's here the chief's ready to go and uh i'll deal with it there Ain't you go no problem absolutely you the man uh but you know what is the savannah bananas are they sold out I heard yeah, what, when at I, the stadium when the I asked tickets are sold out. When I asked them, the marketing manager who mm -hmm. I was just in touch with, I said, "Can you get us tickets?" 
no tickets are available for any of the dates. There was so much of a demand for him. You almost had to win like a lottery looking yeah. thing to get tickets. So even if I was to try to go over to the stadium to buy tickets, I couldn't. You'd have to buy them like from somebody. From yeah, you'd, you'd have to go. Yeah, yeah exactly. How about press passes? I ain't doing that. I actually inquired about that. I haven't heard anything about that either. So oh. maybe in advance for their next year's visits. But I can print out some press passes for us. <laughs> makeshift press passes great <laughs> all right anyway anyway hey i could have used those last week yes. it worked it did it really yeah what did you say you could have used what i said i could have used those last week oh yeah you're a week late john <laughs> anyway ronald says you have to ask that's true last week's show is good matt and i uh matt i am wearing my story time with matt shirt right now nice so thank like you it. thank you ronald uh I, I know I don't have to ask you how your week was. I mean, it's obviously forget you know a given, but I got to tell you, I said it to you before and on the other. The pictures you took from where you were, I lived vicariously through you at WrestleMania <laughs> because that's how great your seats were. First of all, uh, the pictures you took were tremendous. Uh, the couple of videos you included in there as well was great. Um, I got plenty more. <laughs> I, I, would, I can't wait to you post everything you have. It'll be great to see all that. I think between like all the events, I got like fifteen hundred pictures. Holy crap! Good morning, That's, Brandy. Yes, yes. Good morning, Brandy. Good to see you out there, of course. I know, but I can say hello to her too, oh, okay. can I? Am I not allowed to? Yeah. Okay. My week was fun for the weekend, but we came back Tuesday at like four o'clock in the morning. And I was at work at 4 30. Even afternoon, you're talking about? Uh, Holy shnikes. So, and I've been running ever since. I was going to say, did you just wake up this morning from getting home then and <laughs> sleeping all the way through? You're welcome, oh, sister. Wild. Man, oh, man. Ronald says, right before I called him, he was falling asleep, but then I got the call and I got wide awake all this the last week. <laughs> so, all right. Good wake-up call again. Thank you, Ronald. Um, it was it was great having you with us. We'll do it, uh, you know, again over time and, and have him partake live. Um, Absolutely. Oh, so she she thanks you for acknowledging her and she's not thanking me. Because, hmm. well, never mind. Nice. <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. Let's, let's get go. to some rumors, shall we, please? <clears throat> Rumor is Drew McIntyre's contract is coming up. He might not renew with WWE. Where would you like to see Drew go? According to a report last night, we know he was pulled off SmackDown last minute. They say medical reasons after effect from his hard-fought match at uh, WrestleMania. But apparently Drew is not happy with the dollars involved in his contract and with creative. And we've heard that part before <clears throat> regarding creative, right? So... All of that taken into account, under the presumption he does not resign. Matt, let's give it a think. What, what would be your pro, pro, not prognosis, projections? Prognostication. That's the word I want. He's going to end up in AEW if he ends up anywhere. Okay. So he'd be like a huge get for AEW. I kind of get where he's coming with the creative thing just because he was champion during the whole pandemic era and they've never given him his just due and let him win a title in front of. A large, a large amount of people. Yep. He deserves that pop of winning a championship. Totally agree. I, I'm in agreement with that. It would be sad. I know April Hahn would be very disappointed if, if uh, he leaves because she's a big fan of Drew's. Chief, how about you? What do you see potentially for the future for Drew McIntyre if he doesn't stick around with WWE? 
the only thing I mean, you know, realistically, the only thing that really makes sense is AEW. Okay. Uh, you know, although, hey, could he could he go to Impact? Could he go to New Japan? Absolutely, absolutely. Could he go back across the pond to one of the uh, uh, wrestling organizations over in uh, England? Possibly. That, that that would be a possibility. I would say though, on the grand stage, it's got to be AEW. <clears throat> and it's funny because before the show went on, you and I were talking about the growth of Impact and 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 all these other ones. Yes, sir. A guy like Drew McIntyre, you would think, would help a company like Impact or some of these other, uh, you know, certainly New Japan would would benefit from him. But uh, everybody's logical choice is always whoever leaves WWE goes to AEW, whoever's leaving AEW comes to WWE. And now, as jumping ahead a little bit, there was rumors at one point FTR was thinking about possibly coming back to WWE. But it sounds like now that they won the tag titles the other night and Vince coming back, doesn't look like that's going to happen. Oh, no. Good, so, troll, good troll job, FTR. Yeah, right? Um, all right. Next rumor. Talks between WWE and Jay Wright never got out of the preliminary stages. Of course, I believe he signed eventually <clears throat> with AEW this week, correct? Yep. So why don't we talk about it? What do we have on that beside? Was it that they never really happened as much as the media was reporting that that was an opportunity? Something I saw, it said that... Uh, WWE had already started working out long-term scenarios for him to wrestle in WWE, yeah. but the contract never came through, you know, to him sign it. So that's why we didn't see him for a while. Then he went to AEW. That story like frustrated me just because they said they came up with like all these long-term storylines for somebody that they're talking to. Right. Why not come up with long-term storylines for, I don't know, like a Karrion Cross or some other big person that's already like, I don't know, signed to your company? I was going to say, that's right. Use what you have, right? You have tools in your toolbox for crying out loud. Go ahead and use them. Seven I was like, if you have to look, I think one's a little bit more of a moneymaker than Jay White. Uh, easily. Easily. Because with, with the other one, you get two for the price of one. Yeah. You know, you get, uh, you get Killer and, of course, Scarlet, too. 702-992-3207, 702-992-3207. And a special shout out to everybody who might be listening to us. And I expect there to be a lot of people out on the apps, as well as you're driving around town, taking care of your chores, your kids, whatever you need to do. Take us on the go. As a side note to Drew McIntyre, um, his contract ends in July. So let's go under the presumption for just one second that he doesn't renew. What do you do with McIntyre between now and the time his contract ends? Do you pay him? Do you pay him for sitting at home like like what's happening with Vicky Guerrero right now in AEW? If, if we know she's not renewing, she's being paid to sit home for the next couple of months. How do you use Drew? Do you use Drew at all, or what, what do you do with that? Uh, personally, mm -hmm. if if he's if he's going to let it be known that he's not going to resign, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it would be a mistake not to use him. Mm -hmm. But if the Gestapo-looking uh, guy that's in charge of WWE <laughs> now, the uh, Tapatio man, yeah, the Tapatio man, our, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the Tapatio man. If if we can bring this up when you get a chance, there, Mr. Producer. If guy. if, oh, if, there he is. if he's in fact in charge, uh, you know, I could see Drew not wanting to be on TV, right? And not wanting to resign with WWE, although 
and correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, wasn't Drew McIntyre one of the Gestapo's boys? Oh, he was Didn't the chosen he, one. He, he brought him back, right? right? He was the chosen one, the first go. But now, he? He, but now yeah. he's gone because now the uh, Intercontinental, or not the Intercontinental, the U.S. champ is the boy now. Right, theory. Theory, right. Uh, so, I mean, you know, half a dozen, they got to pay him. Right, he's going to be paid either way. He's going to be paid either but way. But you're not going to, I don't think you use him in a, Good storyline regarding any championships. He's not sticking around. Not putting a belt on him. I'm going to put everybody over for a couple months. Right. I would. I would hope that as a professional wrestler, he doesn't forget the fans and he takes care of the fans. Drew is like the nicest dude probably on the roster. You know what I'm saying? Take care of the fans. Mm -hmm. So perform. That that's what I. See. I don't think he'll tank anything. No, no, when no. When he's out in no, the ring, no. But the question is, I don't want to see what what happened to Dean Ambrose slash now John Moxley at the end of his tenure with the stupid gimmicks with the gas mask. You people stink and all of that in this last yeah. month. I don't want to see that. I don't want to say that to anybody that may be leaving. I'd sooner say, look, protect the guy's reputation and let him sit home if you're going to kind of throw that garbage out at somebody. But I agree, he'll do what he has to do. Given what they asked him to do publicly, or the Gestapo yeah. guy trying to make a, a creative articles of clothing for his wrestlers to wear, you mean make them look like a uh, uh, idiot? There you go. There, I'll call <laughs> yeah. it what it is. <laughs> All, All right, right. Rubens Trish could turn heel on Lita and Becky and cost them the titles. Coming up, I kind of hope so. I, I thought that was going to happen. I thought we were. I think we were all sort of thinking that might happen at WrestleMania. That something was going to happen there in the six women tag match, but it didn't. Obviously, uh, is it, uh, Renee Gonzalez and uh, uh, what's her name's wrestling Trish and Lita Monday night? Raquel Rodriguez That's and it, Liv yeah. Morgan. Yeah. See, I'm glad you're back to keep me yes, <laughs> keep my ass straight. I'm glad. Uh, anyway. Maybe that's when it's going to happen, and the belts are going to change right Monday night. So let add th let's add this fly to the ointment a little bit. You know what I'm doing? I'm flexing my back like my girl. <laughs> do, do we need traction now for you? Shit, <laughs> back <laughs> then I pulled something. So <laughs> this past Monday night on Raw, and I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. Bailey was pulled from Raw last yeah, second. Can you believe right? that? What the hell's up with that? Well, again, that, rumors, and, awesome. rumors in conversation. Conversations. There you go. There's there he is. There he is. My man Drew. Yeah, um, buddy. So <laughs> Matt is entertaining us with some of his entrance videos he took last week up here. But anyway, you'll all be seeing so, him sometime. What if Lita, or not Lita, Trish, Trish she, she don't turns, get excited. You know, she turns, right? Yes. What if she now takes over damage control leadership if Bailey's done? Because Bailey also not happy. With the return from again reports not being in the back room, yeah. but, but just using that for conversation. Let's let's presume she was unhappy. Let's presume for a moment she's going by way of Sasha and Naomi just walking out on on creative because we yeah. know how tight Bailey and, and Sasha are, yeah. or was it Monet, whatever. Um, maybe if Trish does turn, maybe she becomes a new direction for those two. Maybe not under damage control, but if she could turn heel. Can she turn heel enough on her own to make an impact versus being the leader of her faction now as a heel? I think since, like, 
I think Lita's lost a couple steps. Oh, I, I so agree. definitely. I don't think there's going to be a long term storyline. I think it's just to get the belts off of those two. Okay, and maybe we get like a Becky versus Trish match out of this, and then I'm pretty sure Lita and Trish just go away. Okay, I think this is going to last until like backlash, and then we get Becky Trish and off to the sunset they go until Vince. Runs Becky, out of ideas for Becky the, and Trish or Trish and Lita. Oh, Trish and Lita go off into the sunset. Okay, I agree. Lita did not look all that good in her match on WrestleMania weekend. No. See, and and the thing is, with with Trish doing the the health and the fitness <clears throat> and everything that she does, she's in fantastic shape. For oh, absolutely. Her age. absolutely. And I, I I think, and I agree with you, Matt. I think she's got one more match in her. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and then some. But mm-hmm. uh, could it be Monday night that we see the belts change? I think so. Could be. You know? Absolutely. Uh, I don't think. You'd I, be happy. Liv Morgan for champ, baby. See? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she got the raw end of the deal with Ronda and that whole title thing with, with uh, Ronda. Too. But I want to get back to Bailey. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I, sure. And I want to get back to Drew McIntyre. Okay. When you have. Make your points, then we'll go to break. When you have a, 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 especially a person like Bailey, mm-hmm. who carried the company through COVID, absolutely, and she's getting possibly a raw deal again. Oh, nicely done! Uh, with by the Gestapo guy, um, you know what? I I just uh, I, I it's uh, eh. I just I, want to smack him. I I, I do. I get, but how much of it's true? Uh, obviously, we won't know you until know? we actually see things play out. But without, exactly. the, without the food for fodder behind stage, because we're not there to actually witness things, exactly. make our own reports, exactly. we kind of have to talk about what, what is being reported, rumor-wise or otherwise. And yes. that's what makes our show fun. Hey, don't go anywhere. We're heading into our first break. When we come back, we're going to start diving into the matches and such from last week's WrestleMania card. We want your input, 702-992-3207. Give us a call with what you thought was your best match, worst match, best highlight, whatever you want. We want to hear from you regarding WrestleMania 39. You're watching TCA. We'll be right back. Aloha, this is April Hong, the Royal Hawaiian from Globe, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is your warlord of weird Sinbodi, and you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere right here on Facebook, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Stay tuned. Do I look like I'm clowning around? <laughs> Buddy, I'm Aaron Phillips, and I am with the legend. And Sabu, you were telling me earlier about a special wrestling show that you really like, and that is what? Thoughts Count Anywhere, that's a coincidence. The same show that runs Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on Facebook. You better listen to the man to watch. Okay. Hey there. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hello, Jennifer out in Hawaii. Good to see you out there. Uh, Morning, Jen. She is enjoying her morning coffee. At this point, hey, did you see that beautiful there. picture she put uh, on Facebook? The yesterday? rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at her classroom. See, the old guy 
He's observing. Well, watch that too. That's why I said yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great shot, Jennifer. Jennifer, for those who don't remember, Jennifer McCord out in Hawaii. She's a kindergarten teacher out there. Yes, she, she was in her school uh, Friday or Thursday, whatever it was. She took a beautiful picture of a rainbow. But here's what's ironic. You know what the football team is called out there? The Rainbow Warriors. There you go. So it's rather apropos. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania night number one. <laughs> Just going to keep moving along. <laughs> All right, WrestleMania night at? number one. Um, number one. I, wa I want to just generally ask this question because Matt word. and I were, were Go ahead. I, Chief and I were talking about this before. Chief, yeah, two Chief, nights. You know, Chief, right? That's two. Chief, yes. yeah. um, I thought WrestleMania night one was better than night two. At least that's how it came across. Okay. How did the show itself in general, both nights, come across live being there versus the way maybe we saw it? Now, you agreed, so that tells me you kind of saw the same thing. I thought night one was a lot better, in my opinion, just off, like, matches and hype and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Night two was just, like, there was a lot of letdowns. Mm -hmm. Like, the surprises were – the surprises of both nights were stupid, honestly. <laughs> and then, McAfee and McMahon? or yes. Right. Of all the people in town and all the people that get to put in these situations, I wasn't happy with either of them. You know what really upset me? No Johnny Knoxville. It really upset me. <laughs> he was in town, too. It upset me. Chief, if your microphone doesn't start working, you'll know why. It really upset me. Johnny Knoxville. It's as bad as Andy Kaufman going into the Hall of Fame. As much as L.A. Knight was over on the SmackDown before... Did he get the good pop? Oh my, everyone was screaming, yeah, the whole like, yeah, night. yes. That was it. <laughs> there was more, yeah, chance than there were what chance before a show, and that never happened. Right. Even Liz was doing it at home. Oh, was she? Yeah. <laughs> but that place was like the whole WrestleMania crowd before WrestleMania started. Was, right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. And Why he didn't come out? I heard they scrapped his like segment yeah. with Bobby Lashley right, right before the show. Mm hmm. He would have got a massive pop. And yet they had they massive. And yet they had Lashley come out with that stupid trophy. That was another disappointment of yeah. WrestleMania. You, you said why they didn't bring him out. He would have, and just like when he was here at SmackDown, he got the biggest pop out of anybody. Lashley. No. Oh, no. Nice. LA Knight. Yeah. And he would have got the biggest pop at WrestleMania. Well, now no there's concern, I think, backstage with Vince coming back that LA Knight now is going to slide back down after all this great momentum he's you had thus far. Yeah. I hope not, but I will be more than happy to have him come back over here to Las Vegas mm -hmm. and wrestle in Las Vegas every month. There you go. And I, I was get, praying I there was going to be him. some wild surprise of like LA Knight comes out. And then Stone Cold comes out for like a confrontation. Right. The amount, the battling what versus oh. yeah chance <laughs> would have been insane. How about, great how, idea. about how about if it was LA Knight and Carrying Cross come out together? Huh? I like the idea of the the, the, the chant duel though. That that would be pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool to hear. What? So they announced attendance over 80,000 for each night. It was like 160, almost 161,000 total allegedly reported. Did the, did the SoFi Stadium look 
It was okay. So it was so eighty thousand would be pretty accurate. That's accurate. Okay. Because sometimes we know that very. We know sometimes attendance figures can be fluffed a little bit. So. And Monday night, and the and the first night they had trouble getting out of the stadium, from what I read. Yeah, yeah. I messaged oh my you. About God. If you're sitting on the floor, right? The way they make you go out, I swear to God, you have to walk up like fifty ramps to get back out. To get like, because the exit is on the level four hundred to the stadium so itself. You have to walk up to literally right. on top of the stadium to get out of there for all floors yep. so that exits where oh so you're saying it sounds to me like then the stadium floor is almost like built below ground the whole level. thing's built underground wow much. that's crazy like what I you think- see at top level is like the top of the stadium wow no wonder they have trouble keep keeping teams over there teams want to get the hell out of there because they can't build stadiums no right. that shit is such a nice stadium Probably, it's insane say, is it nice so oh my but, god I mean, they, allegiant and sofi opened up at the same time if memory serves didn't they same year yeah. Yeah. well same year yeah and sofi everybody there was no comparison between we hired allegiant the wrong architect yeah well uh, so overall and so let, let's let everybody let's remind everybody so you were there friday uh, for uh, SmackDown, SmackDown in the Hall of Fame. Okay, then Saturday WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania, and of course, in between all this, folks, he's running around going to all the exhibits trying to catch wrestlers. Um, and that, I, I, I want to say thank you again, Mr. Matt, for getting Trisha's autograph for me. I greatly appreciate that. There you go. And I know Chief usually does the rant, but went to WrestleCon. All right, wait a minute. Hey, hold that hold, thought. Hold, hold. hold that thought. We're going to turn this segment into story time with Matt and Matt's rant all together. So can we play the beginning? Let's play them both. And Chief's not doing the rant. There you go. So hang on. Here is your storytelling host, Matt Mullen, the Mr. Rogers of the Fremont Street neighborhood. Take it away, Matt. What's happening in the neighborhood? General Porter, General Porters, all hands man your battle stations. Set material conditions Ziva throughout the ship. Make Ziva report to DC Central. Because the chief says so. All right, my mini rant. Went to WrestleCon. Hundreds and hundreds of people there. I have one thing to bicker about wrestling fans about. There is a thing called goddamn deodorant. (laughs) Try using it. The amount of BO in that goddamn place was mind-boggling. You get too many wrestling fans in the same place, that place stinks. <laughs> Take a shower, people. Jesus Christ. Wipe your ass, too. Oh. Or, or at least keep an air freshener in your pocket. That's okay. <laughs> and rub it around your body if you have yes. it. And then for the story time thing. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I got to clean that shit up in a second. Wait, wait, wait. Story time with Matt. I was walking around Tuesday, and no, was it? Today's Saturday, so it was Thursday. 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 
It's been a long week. It's okay. <laughs> was this your regular job or heart attack grill? Regular. Okay, regular job. So that, that halftime shit is, is contagious, right? Halftime. Yeah. Uh, three quarters halfheimers. Get it right. I was walking around the building and I was getting a call and I look over and there's like this little girl walking around by herself. And I was like, that's weird. I look at the phone and it's Metro, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what they want. I called, answered the phone, and they were like, Hey, there's a missing girl in your area. Keep an eye out. She's wearing this, this, and this. And I was like, She's right in front of me. And they were like, What? And I was like, She's walking around Las Vegas Boulevard. So I grabbed her. Metro shows up, reunites her with the parents. It was just kind of crazy timing how, like, a spotter get a call at the same time. Oh, gotcha. And, yeah. Wow. And I was like, eh. All right, she's right here. How old was the girl? Six. Six years. Wow, and she wandered away from her parents. Wow. Yeah. Well, not the neighborhood to do that. No, but yeah. But fortunately, she found her way to your eyesight, and everything uh, ended up being being a good good end, which is great. Um, I'll tell you what, we could probably do a whole show of Matt telling his stories from WrestleMania up and down. I bet, right? Oh yeah. Did you take any pictures? Yes. <laughs> A couple. If we have a couple of them, I don't want to do the whole role, but let's put a couple of sh- – and then we'll get into talking about it. There he is. So you explain what we got going on here. This is your seat view, yeah? That was my seat from WrestleMania night one. I was concerned the ramp might have been in your way, but some of the pictures you, you snapped, though, yeah, didn't look like it. WrestleMania. Okay. That was Finn Balor coming Finn Balor. out for the – Boy, they the showed the cut there. on his head like, like the next day. Holy uh, – I think 20-some staples. And that was during the match. Yes. <laughs> and you can see it happening because he took the step wrong right on his head when edged through the, yeah. through the ladder. So while these are being shown, let me share something that Ronald put in here. In his opinion, best entrance of night one was Rey Mysterio, and the best entrance of night two was Edge. That yeah. in his opinion. What was with Ray's mask? It looked like it was a partial helmet from the way it came across. Like this part of the mask looked bulkier. Yeah. And he had that drop down drape kind of around his neck. It didn't look like his traditional mask. Did it look any different? Oh, than crazy his- thing about that Seth uh, Rollins when he came out. Wait, you know, like that. What's up with this picture? Everyone's stealing that thing from like Instagram because I guess like right before she did that, they cut to like Charlotte or something that I saw on the. Can you go back to the picture of Seth for a moment? The red one. There you go. Right there. That one. That, like, pink thing he's wearing underneath. Right. Yeah. When he was coming out, he, like, took it off and he threw it. I had, like, my fingertips on it. And some kid grabbed it. Uh, <laughs> that looked very short. So you can't take some kid? <laughs> no, he, he's a, he's I a, had part of it, and they were like, just give it to the kid, give it to the kid. He's a, true, like, he's a true wrestling fan. <laughs> that, that, that pink part of his costume that he came out and looked very Shawn Michaels-like. Yeah. At least that's the way it came across on, on TV, at least. All right, keep going. Go back to the Ray written next one. There you this go. One? Yep, yep, yep. And then anything else? Everyone's, like, stealing that picture from me from Instagram because I guess they cut, like, the picture off. Yeah. Or they cut like that part of it off, so like nobody saw that on TV. Gotcha. Right. What's the next one you got? Speaking of the ladies tag champs, we were just talking about them last segment. Yeah, yeah definitely. Trish looked really good. I can tell you that. By the way, how was the Hall of Fame? How, sitting in the Hall of Fame stuff. How was that? Boring. It was. Was it? it was I, long. After after SmackDown, I finally remembered it was even on the Peacock Network, and I caught just as they were introducing Tim White's brothers to come out right. and give him the Warrior Award, and then I tuned in for the for the Ray introduction. 
hoping to God nothing crazy would go on. And I think what <clears throat> I think what they did with him with them walking out, obvious him sitting down while everybody's standing up and everything, I think was just all that they needed to do. Um, you know how bad I wanted somebody to come out during that. I was waiting for the Judgment Day music the entire time when oh. I was talking. <laughs> well, then you have the, <laughs> but you have the LWO all set also now because yeah. you anointed the Latino uh, World Order. But even uh, like when the Hall of Fame started, and I really started thinking about it, and I was like, once Stacy's done, Muda doesn't speak English, right? Two are dead. Oh, there's no <laughs> and, time. They and, need time filler. And man, was short. And then Ray's, I was like, he's going to be like the majority of the thing. And then right. he went on so early that I was like, Dominic has to come back out. Right. He has to. There was a picture that was shown on social media that they caught Dominic before all the obvious attention was put on him and, and Rhea and uh, Priest were just sitting there. We could see the emotion oh, yeah. as the sun yes. was starting to build up on his face about obviously being proud for his dad. Uh, In a way, him walking out like they did as part of the story and then being able to, I'm presuming, going backstage to finish watching it somewhere, his dad getting inducted, allowing him to finally maybe get that emotional release of pride for his dad. That I mean, he had to deserve an Oscar for that night on TV at the Hall of Fame. It was kind of funny, too. We were, like, at the hotel, like, after, and we saw Dominic. And he came out, like, talking to us. And I was like, I loved your entrance at WrestleMania. I thought they were going to bring you out, like, Hannibal Lecter or something, like, handcuffs. <laughs> And he's like, are you guys never happy about anything? And I was like, no, it was cool. It was cool. Right, I'm right. just saying I thought it was going to be something else. Right. But the whole, like, cop thing was way better. Right. Well, now, of course, in that entrance, there is uh, the, the picture of the Auschwitz entrance uh, yeah. to the concentration camp, which is now catching a little fire. Yeah. Um, I got to be honest with you. I watched it. I didn't even notice it. I didn't even – I was so wrapped up in, in the rest of the production. I didn't – I totally missed yep. that it was the entrance of Auschwitz. And now I all, all over social media – they're taking a little heat for it. Um, Ronald, uh, oh, I talked about Ronald's entrances. Um, so from a fan perspective, you know, go ahead. I, I wanna, and we'll get into the matches. I wanna, I, <laughs> well, whenever. I, I just want to go back, you know, two things. Mm -hmm. I wonder how Ray feels as a dad. I, I know Conan is who he wanted supposedly, but I wonder how Ray really feels that, Dominic couldn't give the speech presenting him into the Hall of Fame, number one. I'm sure they'll have their moment before he retires. And number two, I wonder how Dominic felt by the script of having to walk out there and not being there for his father. I don't think we'll ever know. No, I don't think so either. But it was pretty obvious what they were doing from a production standpoint. Everybody's standing, Ray's coming out. Then they finally pan back enough. And you see the three of them sitting down while everybody else is applauding. Ray comes down. He's thanking people on this side. He's thanking people over here. Stops for a moment. Looks at Dominic. Starts walking again. But then realizes, wait, Triple H turns back around again. Yep. And then Chief pointed out. Greatly so. Yep. Who was sitting behind Dominic? But Booker T. Yep. Man. Right. And then he comes back and he shakes hands again with <clears throat> Triple H. Didn't give Dominic a look that time. Exactly. But it's obvious they were making as much TV time around the fact that they were sitting through yep. all of this as you could possibly see. And then finally Ray made his way down down to the ring. Conan, I thought, I know their history, but I thought his his induction speech was a little much because Ray ended up repeating the whole thing as part of his story. 
right, about how we got involved. I like Conan, don't get me wrong, but I mean, he really just, I thought, was a little long on it and repeating everything, and then Ray comes out and tells the same story from him. That's why I wanted Dominic to come out. That shit was boring <laughs> as hell. I was like, you're literally saying whatever Conan just said. Right. Where is Judgment Day now? <laughs> Get rid of Conan. I was like, A Chief's gonna lose his shit and B, I just want to see what happens. <laughs> Bring Judgment Day. Even when like his music hit and they were like, Good night, we're like, Yeah, yeah. where the hell are they? You know, this I is was, not funny no more. I was waiting to. Nope. But like we talked about the week before though, I think if they'd done anything more than what they did, would have done a disservice to raise induction into the Hall of Fame. I think I think they did just enough to continue the story because his reaction, Ray's statement in the ring after they walked out, don't worry, I'll take care of business tomorrow. That's all you needed. Yep. You know, I think anything other than exactly. that would have taken away that. I thought the whole like Ray Mysterio going into the Hall of Fame was a work to begin with. Mm. I didn't think he was really going in. I thought it was just for WrestleMania. Right. And they were gonna attack him before he even started talking. Because he's he's saying he's not going to retire for like five years, right? So once he said that, and I was like, he's not really going in the Hall right. of Fame. It's for Dominic to attack him at the Hall of Fame, mm. and then he goes in later. But two things I want to say: I had to hear the same speech twice live. <laughs> Thanks. Number one, I think that was the worst Hall of Fame I've watched across the board. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, I think. If Eddie Guerrero was alive, mm. Eddie, he would have inducted Eddie Guerrero sure. would have been the mm -hmm. one to induct Rey Mysterio into the Hall of Fame. And could you imagine what it would? It, it would have been a party. With, oh yeah, with Eddie, it would have been a party. Oh no question. And then Ray, of course, tipping his cap to Eddie the night of his match coming out in one of the cars with Snoop Dogg. And that, all that was cool. Yes, they had to come out right near you, right? Yeah, they were like right next. That's to what him. I thought. That's what I thought. All right. Before we go to the top of the hour, we're going to uh, we did a good just do it. Today. We're, yeah, that, it was. Yeah, we it really. Was that's the other thing I thought Dominic was going to do because at the WrestleMania Superstore they had Eddie's car, okay, and it they, was gone. And we we're like, what if Dominic comes out with like Eddie's music and stole and comes with the freaking lowrider? <laughs> but it was Ray, so I was like, long as it got used, I was right, like, exactly, exactly, exactly. Here's what I'd like to do: we're going to step aside for our second break a tad early, and then we will dedicate the rest of this hour to WrestleMania Night One. Maybe, huh? maybe we'll see how it goes. You're watching Thoughts Can Anywhere. Maybe we'll get to the matches. Who knows? We'll be right back. Dilo Brown, if you want to be part of one of the greatest podcasts on the world. Thoughts count anywhere, every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific. Now recognize that. Hey, everybody. Aaron Filson. I am standing with... Anthony Miller. Hey, I have a quick question for you. What's the name of your favorite wrestling show? Thought Counts Anywhere. What a convenience. Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. If this guy watches it, better watch it also on Facebook. Are you looking for someone to provide training to your staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. A little early on our break, but that's okay. Chief, what you got? Matt, I just one quick question. Being What's that up? you were there, was it a sellout? Yeah. It was a sellout. I didn't see any empty seats. Okay. 
except for the ones that y'all are standing in front of. I, why do people buy seats when they stand for all of them anyway? You know, it's a, you guys had to have been standing primarily for the whole night, yeah, both nights? Pretty much like once the action started, everyone sat down oh, until okay. like something cool happened. Different. Like somebody gets on the top rope or something, then everybody stands gotcha, up. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. We had like four seats for like the first night and then the second night. Like we weren't by the rail. I didn't want to be like right in the mm -hmm. middle of the floor. Right. So we oh, were so we were like four there. rows off the floor the right second on. night. Right on. And now did, did who else went with you? You said four. It was you and Ryan, obviously. Me, Ryan, my friend Jason, and his friend. Oh, Dean. very cool. Okay. That's cool. All right. Let's get to it. Let's just kind of chat about uh night one matches, anything we can skirt through, we can skip whatever, keep conversation going. Austin Theory and John Cena. Um Bathroom break. Passing of the baton a little bit? A little bit. Would it have been a bigger pass if the low blow had not occurred? I think if you didn't cheat to win, it would have been like a bigger moment. This is on you now, kid. Right. <laughs> do, do you really think Cena put him over? Not in that match. Be based on the way he ended, the way it finished, I don't think so at all. So if Cena didn't put him over, then why the hell have the match? Seriously. Why? If you'd put him over clean, different story. So I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. Well, because this story between Cena and Theory started like a year ago, didn't it? So yeah. Theory threw some shade at Cena back and forth, blah. Because yeah. we all thought yeah. it was going to happen yeah. last yeah. year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there was very little build when Cena made his appearance back yeah. a couple of weeks before. And I agree with you. It was like, why? Uh, you know, for Theory, all right. But if you'd won clean, Passing a baton or that moment, I think, would have been bigger than – I mean, I, I – Would have been a better show. You know, okay, theory, theory low bloat him, okay. But did that match do anything for theory and the United States title? No. In my opinion, it didn't. I don't think so either. By hook or by crook, he'll beat John Cena. I'll give you that. That and that's the that's only, breaking rights permanently. That, that's the only thing that came out of it is he – Put Cena down for the three count. Uh, Other than that, eh. Street Profits defeated Strowman and Ricochet, Alpha Academy, and Viking Raiders. Now, with, there's nothing on the line for this match. Not like a number one, number one contenders match no. or anything, because no. obviously the tag titles had their own storyline going on that you know that same night. Correct. Was so this was eight performers. I don't know. Maybe it was like number one contenders because the Street Profits got. Tag title, tag title shot on Monday. That's true. And the female winners, no, they didn't get a title shot yet. But no, they, they didn't. They didn't. They get it Monday. To, to no, they so didn't win the thing. But there. they didn't announce it no. that way. That it was yeah. the number one contenders no. match. No. Um, anything? Good anything? Morning, Brandon. Anything in this match that you guys want to chat about? I mean. Chad I, Gable picking up Braun Strowman off the floor yes. in a German suplex. Yes, I totally agree with that. I totally. Agree and that, that place went crazy. Yeah. For Chad Gable the entire time. That guy deserves like a yeah. singles push. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was talk. They were looked like Otis was is or may still be floating over with the model people. Yeah. Chad to be. And I hope he does get a singles run. He's well overdue. Just like yeah. our guy that we were talking about. Supposed to be making his return, I think, next week. Mr. Shinsuke Nakamura is supposed to be getting a push when he comes back. Uh, He's supposed to return to TV this week. But we'll see. Anyway. Um, all right. Street Profits won. Looked like they got their title shot, but yes, that in that match, Gable picking up Strowman for sure. All right, first really emotionally invested match of the night was the next one, I think, between Rollins and uh, Logan Paul. Coming down the uh, 
What thoughts did you guys have when you saw Logan Paul coming down the line? Ooh, he came like right over us too. Yeah. Right. Everyone, I didn't even realize he was standing there. I was like watching the video and I see everyone's cameras like this. And I was like, stage is over there. Oh shit, Logan Paul's right there. there. Is- <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, I mean, my, my immediate thought was the possible danger going back to thinking about what happened to Owen years ago, my, being my, on that zip line. My first thought was, just hold on to the right. He wasn't that high off the ground. That's though. the other thing I thought about, too, is he wasn't high off the ground. But no, but it would just still hurt. And if he fell on top of people, those people would. No, he's like right him. over us. Right. Exactly. I was all like, they're not fall right here, bro. That, but that was my first thought, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the match itself, uh, how did it, you guys give me your thoughts on that match between those two? Seth carried me. Seth carried me. It wasn't Paul is, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. He's athletic. That guy, like, for He's the amount of, yes. like, minus, like, Shawn Michaels being your personal trainer in wrestling, kind of have, like, an edge already. Yep. But for that guy barely being able to do this, he puts on incredible matches. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he goes in the rings with people like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and people to make him look good. But mm-hmm. you're going to have to look good yourself to, like, right. to make it a legit uh, uh, event. When he like jumped from like the ring straight to the top rope and like flipped Rollins, I was mm-hmm. like, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. And he's he's an athletic. Yeah, <laughs> he's athletic. They said his contract's up. WWE better resign. Him. Yeah, they that is true. They've been talking about that. I think since WrestleMania. Now the guy in the uh, uh, mascot suit, his business partner, whatever his name is, ASI. Um, was there any? I don't think it was any surprise that he was going to get involved in a match at some point. Everybody in our section thought it was Jake Paul. See, and I, I said I didn't think about that, but I was curious. I'm thinking to myself, who's in there? Who could be in there that'll be involved in the match? But that, that's. But Jake Paul physically, though, is a much bigger dude than yeah. obviously his partner. So when you look at the guy's legs that was sticking out, yeah. like, unless it was going to be Johnny Knoxville in that suit, all oh, those been legs. I, mean, I thought that, I thought it might have been the Miz. You know, that would have been an interesting thought, too, because of Logan Paul, the two. Yeah, see, that would have been an interesting twist, too. Excellent, excellent idea. But uh, I think I thought overall it was a good match. I mean, it was a hard-fought match at the end, and and obviously Rollins picked up the win. All right. Uh, we know uh, the six-lady tag match, Becky Lynch, Trish, and Lita. We talked about this a few minutes ago. Defeated Damage Control. Anything else we need to talk about there? I think that match is pretty well. We chomped on that a little bit. All right. Rey Mysterio and Dominic, we talked about their entrances and everything. But the first, I would say lighthearted moment, but the first moment that I thought that I remember from that match was when Ray took his belt off and swatted Dominic across the ass a couple of times, like a father would do to his son anywhere when you cause uh, trouble. How did the crowd respond to all of that? The crowd popped for that. Okay. But why was this whole match sponsored by like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> and they had like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch costume. They could, like. I kind of like ruined the moment yeah. with these sponsorships. They they garnered a ton of tens of millions of dollars in in corporate sponsorship for that kind of stuff this year. Yeah, Prime, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, all of that stuff. Um, it's interesting where they where they brought in all this extra money doing all of that, and I thought it was a little very heavy uh, with that stuff. As they well. should put those in like the like the four way tag matches and. Stuff you're not like emotionally invested in 
So if like you're emotionally invested in a match, you don't want to see the cinnamon toast yeah. crunch mascot yeah. running around. No, I agree with that. It would be interesting to go to like a fatal four-way in this corner, sponsored by this corner. Hey, do all your little by... sponsorship matches in right. one match. Exactly. The Street Profits are sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, by Solo Red Cups. Alpha Academy sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, again, at the end, uh, no, no surprise that the family got involved. That it, you know, Dominic goes over the slap, the war, whatever it was, everything that happened. Uh, no surprise that they got involved to some degree. I really thought end. Dominic was going to win. Did you really? At what point did you think he was going to win? It's like, I guess since the storyline is going to go on longer, but I thought like Ray was going to put his son over just to like. Help us. It'll. It would benefit Dominic more to win than sure. it would to lose. But yet, at the same token, his heat from Monday night got even stronger because uh, of the way Judgment Day came out, Bad Bunny, and all that stuff. And now, obviously, was a backlash to the next one in Puerto Rico. I think Dominic can. You know, I think that'll still escalate him because oh, Dominic yeah. can can continue on. If it was going to be Ray's retirement match or last match or whatever, then I a thousand percent agree with you about. He should Dominic should have gone over in that style match, but obviously this line's going to keep going. Did you hear the crowd last night up in Portland for which part? Get on Dominic's ass last. Night? I I saw the highlight of you it this morning. You, you, okay, no, I didn't see it live. No, but I know we got more heat for that it. That was oh, wild. Yeah. The, the heat. I ain't seen heat like that in years. Well, busted open talked about that this morning. But but I did. will say this. Yeah. When Dominic goes down to Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. he better be very careful because if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, go down and put on some of Carlos Colon's matches mm -hmm. from the company that he uh, uh, has down there and watch some of those matches. <clears throat> those fans like to riot down there. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're like soccer fans in Europe. I mean, they're rabid about what – is the right you know if their guys don't win or something bad happens so so go ahead and mess with bad bunny but watch your back that's yeah. all i'm saying to you it was kind of funny like at the hotel to like watch ray mysterio and the family like go out to dinner at the yard house like up the street mm -hmm. and then dominic come out and try to figure out how to get to them without like really <laughs> being noticed but everybody noticed so he was like trying to figure out a way to get over there but he never made it over there you know, sometimes like that, in instances like that, you just have to break KFAB. You yeah. have to. You know, and, and that, and I've said it more than once. You said it. Aaron said it. Professional wrestlers are human beings. And sometimes we, as the fan, have to recognize and just back off and give them the space that they need to do what <coughs> they need to do. Yeah. And in an instance like that, that's what needed to be done. Ronald puts in the chat room, he says, have you all seen Michael Cole's reaction to Ray taking the belt to Dom? I did not yeah. see the reaction. To it. I did not see the reaction that Cole was facially giving other than the, the verbal commentary that, that was being given at that time. Oh, fine. So, yeah, Matt can bring that up. All right. Before we talk about the ladies' match, let's go to Pat McAfee defeating The Miz. <laughs> First of all, both nights, that entire segment with that stuff was totally – somebody said it's time filler. You know what? Between every flipping match, they played all the video recap stuff on how we got to this point for all these matches anyway. And to do that with this kind of match, oh, with Miz, <laughs> and to put Miz in this kind of position, okay, 
he, he deserves better than that. He deserves to be back in a much higher position. So, Thanks. you know, McAfee comes out after a few minutes and then George Kittle gets involved. I mean, that shades of Rob Gronkowski getting involved a couple of years ago. I mean, it just, to me, that was one, that and the second night, although seeing Shane get hurt, put a little damper on it because you don't want to <coughs> see anybody get hurt. No. Um, I think those two segments were the worst thing you could have ever done on a WrestleMania type of card both nights, in my opinion. I don't think, I really don't think Miz cares about what he does because he's going to do it 100 mm percent -hmm. all right and and he's one of the few that you can say that about mm -hmm. i agree uh you know i mean look at him in uh uh what's his name that was you know to do to drop the elbows snoop dog yeah snoop dog thank and you tip or cap to snoop dog the next day we'll talk we can talk about that yeah, in a moment yeah but i mean you know you look you look at snoop dog miss put up with it Okay, Miz gave it back to him. Then, come the second day, dropped the elbow on him. All right, Miz gets into it with with uh, McAfee. Hey, the only thing better would have been if Johnny Knoxville had come out in that match, but he didn't come out in that match. And I'm waiting for him and waiting for him. And damn it, he never shows up. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell, Miz? Can't you write better than that and, and put our boy in there? No. Well, I'd love to know who actually produced those two segments, just out of curiosity. I would, I would, I would for hope, shits and giggles. I would hope the Miz had something to do. I would with hope them. so. I, I'd agree with you on that. I, but you're not going to do something in LA without Snoop Dogg. Oh no. So you have to have him there. But I will tip my cap to them on Sunday when <clears> McMahon <throat> came out, which was a surprise. For and both guys coming out, Matt yes. and Shane. Yes. And from what I read, both of these guys were so well hidden in the back, nobody knew they were coming out. Correct. Be that as it may, on Sunday, we all know what happened with Shane going for the leapfrog. And he, we all thought it was his knee, but I guess the report came out it was his quad. Uh, ironically. Runs in the family. I was just going to say, I was just going to say that, you know, dad <laughs> and then uh, um, Triple H had it blow. But you knew, obviously, at that point, I was waiting to see if the camera would catch the X to know that it was legit. We never saw it. Nope. But you did question it. And for me, when I realized it was a real injury, the camera just stayed on Miz for yeah. so long when he was in the corner. And you can kind of see the look on his face like, okay, is this real? What's going on? And, and he's now he's starting to get into a character. Now, reading the story, Jessica Carr, who was the referee in the ring at that time, really kind of helped flip the script because that entire thing was obviously – totally done off the cuff yeah. at that moment yes and so for them to do what they did and snoop getting in with the punches and then the the elbow was brilliant that, i got given credit for all of that it was funny live because you couldn't really see like from the cameraman right right the cameraman was like punch him oh punch so they were him. pointing direction for oh okay. well they had to be because you don't you don't know miz and snoop are both like oh okay right because you don't have a plan b in mind saying okay well if shane gets hurt guys this before you know this is what we're going to do that literally was the result i think was good for what happened in that scenario yeah. whoever helped them the cameraman yeah. jessica whoever it was they pulled it off enough that everybody understood and, and quite frankly i thought it was great but i saw him start doing the pretend look to pretend, so excited, doing the pretend elbow thing and, and getting ready to do the yeah. elbow, I thought was great. I lost. I thought that was wonderful. The worst people's elbow ever. You want to try that? But, no, oh I don't. John will yell at me. That was funny. But I will say this. That kind of made... sound is now brought to you by... <laughs>
But I really thought by him doing that made me wonder if maybe later on that night in the main event we might see The Rock make some sort of no. I thought that was some kind of foreshadowing. Right, exactly. No. No, right. That would have been smart. But anyway, I think those two segments just again, Miz will make chicken shit out of, you know, chicken. He's not, crap, but he's not good. And maybe he, he doesn't maybe he doesn't need the big spots anymore monetarily, but I know he probably wants it. I think he wants to be like more of a pop culture person and what a better spot at WrestleMania than being out there with Snoop Dogg. That's I, true. I hope that they give Miz one more big push mm -hmm. to where they should yeah definitely to where he he wins a belt I, what belt i don't care but he wins a belt ronald shares with us by the way night one predictions because he tracked them all for us last week he and thomas burnett were both five and two you and i were both four and three on night one who cares i know it's just fun to track anyway he did post a picture <laughs> of the results all right Rhea ripley defeated charlotte flair for the women's championship the most physical match I've ever seen Charlotte in, ever. That was a crazy match. How did the crowd react when she came off the back that second time off the rope with the German and she over-rotated and face-planted? I thought she broke her neck. It, was, oh! it, looked, yeah. it looked horrible yeah. in replay. Yeah. That crowd was 90% Rhea Ripley, 10% Charlotte. I, I, see, I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt that. They were fine because the underlying story, which I think a lot of people forgot, we didn't was when Charlotte beat her in the pandemic era for the uh, NXT ladies title that night. And then obviously with everything that went on in the world, they were really never able to pursue that until now. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't enough build for that over a longer period of time, in my opinion, because there was discussion we, that we were talking about before the show. Ric Flair came out early in the week saying that the winners of the Royal Rumble, when they get their shot used to, main event, WrestleMania, for their title shot. Yes. Okay. I don't think they, they bill it that way anymore because no. they used to bill it as the main event. Now it's like you just get a title shot yes. at WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. So the conversation on Busted Open was, oh, so Rick's comment was that it broke tradition, that the main, you know, that the winners didn't get their main event. It's just because it was his daughter. What, but you know what? I, I look back to history, though. It's not a big deal because most of the people who won and got the main event lost their championship opportunity anyway. But... And then you want, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. But the main event that, that was being pointed out uh, on the on Busted Open this morning was the main event should be the hot storyline that's going on leading into it. Yeah. Because normally WrestleMania should be like the blow-off match of most feuds because then the next night of Raw, you start your new ones, yada, yada, yada. Right. I don't have any problem with the tag match being the main event. The first night we knew Roman, regardless, was going to be the main event on the other night. Yeah. Um, but people, but the thought was whether Rhea or Charlotte should have been the main event. To me, I didn't care. I thought they made the right decision in having those guys, the, the tags, be the main event. But that's what was in this match. I'm glad for Rhea. And you can see Charlotte on the floor almost had the same reaction when Bianca beat Sasha. The, you know, the, the, the smile. And she kind of sat there and she looked up, kind of giving her kudos. And whatnot. I thought that was a great moment for Charlotte. Yeah. But I think Rhea's going to be interesting. Now we'll see what happens with the Judgment Day. Because they're both on, they're on Raw, and she's got the SmackDown Women's Title, right? Here's, well, if you watched SmackDown last night, I didn't catch they did announce that the draft did is the coming draft. in a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Here's my my thought. It was a great match. I'm glad, very glad Rhea won. Mm -hmm. But I think Charlotte makes a better heel than she does a face. And I see Charlotte going back to becoming a heel. Well, we won't know for a little bit because she's supposedly taking time off again. So, uh, 
so we won't know. But I agree with you. I think the Flair name is just traditionally a better heel than a than a face type of personality, anyway. And you know, I want to say, I wonder if uh, I wonder if her husband may be showing up uh, somewhere in the uh, professional wrestling ring here pretty soon now that he's healthy. Uh, and he's hopefully. not and he's not under contract and he's he was well, backstage he still is under contract but just for a few more months and is and is aw going to give him extended time on his contract for time that's because of injury like wwe does with a lot of folks but they did have pictures they, there were pictures of andrade with her backstage at wrestlemania so yeah. he was there to support her right all right last match how much tampering was done backstage at <laughs> wrestlemania between malachi black being there well, it's, it's <laughs> no worse than Ray of being out here with Buddy Matthews. Yeah. You know, I guess they're allowed, aren't they? So, like, so would you contract up, buddy? Yes. <laughs> which, Make which, a phone call. What's the phone number? That's right. <laughs> North or south? <laughs> so, and as we know, Sammy and KO defeated the Usos, breaking the Usos, uh, what, 650-day roughly reign. Um, no surprise, I think, at the end. I think it would have been more of a surprise if they didn't win. Um I'm glad that they won. I don't know if they're just really a placeholder for a short term for somebody else. Um, because the question is, is how soon will their friendship diffuse again? I don't think it's going to. Okay. I hope it lasts for a while. I I, 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 I hope Sammy and Kevin keep the belts for a while. I think I I think they they can project a good storyline also. Yeah. And, and Who's up next for him? That's going to be the question as far as the tag teams. Who's going to be next? I see the Street Profits. That, that's who I see. If they get one more title shot, the Street Profits, and if they don't win the titles, then they should be separated. Although I, I really thought Dawkins was going to turn on Montez Ford at Raw once they lost. Although I do, I do have two other names. Okay. Johnny Gargano mm -hmm. and Tommaso Ciampa. That's not a bad. That's not bad either. That, All right, that would be a good tag team. Our number one is in the books. So is WrestleMania night number one. Our recap and thoughts when yeah, we come well, back in the other yeah. side. We'll get into night number two. Any other discussions? Of course, we're going to talk about the sale, the merger, whatever you want to call it, between WWE and Endeavor for almost seven billion dollars, whatever it was, some ridiculous number. That'll be on the docket for the next hour plus birthdays. And whatever else we can squeeze in, you're watching Thoughts Can Anywhere. We will be right back. This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. Hi, everybody. I'm Phillips here, inviting you to join me every Saturday from 12 to 1 p.m. right here on Worldwide Digital Broadcasting TV on my show, Aaron Zauer with Aaron Phillips. I bring to you the movers and shakers of Las Vegas and really all around the world, it's also fun, entertaining, silly, goofy, informative, everything you'd want to be entertained by on a Saturday, except no politics, no religion. As I said, it's designed to be a fun show. Remember, that's every Saturday from 12 to 1 p.m. Pacific, right here, Aaron Zauer, Worldwide Digital Broadcasting TV.
That's all right. If we're done, we're done. Hey, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Coming to you live from the Worldwide Digital Broadcasting Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Aaron. That's Chief. That's Matt. We are back together again after uh, Matt spending a great weekend out in California for WrestleMania 39. Uh, Ronald says, oh, all of us were three for three on night two. Interesting. Uh, 702-992-3207 is our number. Keep those comments coming into the chat room. If you are watching us on YouTube, by all means, send in your chats. We can pick those up. And if you watch anything from what we've done today or the past, you can always go on to the Worldwide Digital Broadcasting Roku channel. Simply search WWDB-TV. And not only will you find all of the Thoughts Can Anywhere shows, but you will find a wide variety of shows that Worldwide Digital Broadcasting offers there. And you can watch them at your convenience. Like yesterday, I spent some time watching shows from the Gutsy Traveler. Why? Well, because Christina Katz, the host of that show, will be joining me on Aaron's Hour in a couple hours. So I Is went that out today. There. That's today. So anyway, so check it out. Check us out. Check out all the shows. And don't forget, visit ThoughtsCanAnywhere.com for our swag. Like you can get a shirt like I'm wearing. By the way, what was the? Did they have WrestleMania one when you were watching it on radio? Was it on radio then? Yeah. Did you watch it on radio? Yeah. How did how did uh, w- Martin WWL? W- <laughs> WWL? Yeah. What was that for? Out of Philadelphia. Oh, the t- oh, okay, the TV st- the radio Jesus station. God, Why not? I didn't. What the hell? You asked? Did I listen? Yeah. I didn't live. I don't know. Yeah. What Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? I watched. Yeah, I watched it. What would I know about the Philadelphia channels? I watched I their it. Call letters. I watched on radio. So Back proud to of you. Tropicana. Oh, no, gotcha. And now you're talking about when they used to do the uh... MSG. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I WrestleMania one. That's right, baby. That's the show that Vince McMahon mortgaged his entire future and company on being a success. So not just did a good job. Not okay. just him. It's become a little. It's become an important angle. Him. Yeah. Him. Captain Lou. Oh, yeah. Gorilla Monsoon. MTV in general. MTV yeah. with Cindy Lauper. And then yep. they came in. Mm-hmm. Mr. T brought some money. Liberace brought some Vegas money. In. Billy Martin. Billy Martin. Yeah. Well, he at least brought some shots, if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was going to I know. I got you. I, I, will, I got you. I will, I will. I will. All right. Night number two. Let's get into the segment. <laughs> we'll continue our discussion about WrestleMania. Bruno San Martino. Oh, there you go. All right, opening match, Brock Lesnar versus Ambos. Potty break. Matt? thought it was what was going to happen, happened, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, almost looked like he was about to beat him, and then Brock did Brock and, and three moves won and pretty quick. Yeah. It was pretty impressive, though, that he did get him up, though. In, yeah. He did the suplexes and stuff. Almost as almost as impressive as Chad Gable, like you said, the night before with Strowman. I think it was better than people thought it was going to be. Can I be honest? I always expect you to be. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Be honest. Tell us Bruno sucks. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Bill Goldberg. John Cena all need to go away and not come back again. Okay. And after uh, Lita's done, I agree with you, Matt. I think Lita's lost a step. When her last match is, she, they can all come back, you know, for the Hall of Fame and all that type of stuff. But please stay out of the ring. I really don't. I really don't want any of you to get hurt. No, I agree with that. I would have no trouble seeing all three of them finally hang them up. I mean, 
Goldberg is, is out of contract with WWE anyway. His name yes. has been maybe linked to AEW. Same thing possibly with Brock. Is he, has he re-signed for anything? He must have. He must have. If he turned the whole Cody. Thing. Yeah, exactly. He must have done something. I think he signed for like his X last number contract, matches. X number of matches. I wonder if, though, what I was surprised when, when I saw the turn happen, <laughs> you know, of course we know he was a Brock Heyman guy, you know, I mean a Paul Heyman guy. What if what if Brock has aligned himself with the bloodline in some not an official capacity, but because of Heyman? Come out, hey, we're going to ask you to take care of Cody for Roman. I don't know. I think I think Heyman's going to be the mouthpiece for Sola Sokoa. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what's going to happen. Separate from the bloodline itself. Yep, I agree with that. Okay, right and. Let's put it this way. Who do we see in line? Does Cody get a rematch at uh, what's the next big one? Backlash. Backlash. I don't, I don't think of that. I think SummerSlam. Is that too soon? Summer I think Slam. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. So, see, my mind is saying Solo is going to beat Roman for the belt. It'll I think it's going to be Cody still. It'll. And I don't disagree with, but it'll still be in the, then it'll still be in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. well, right. I can see Cody winning and then maybe Sokoa beating Cody and bring that, back to well, the that, and that yeah. could be a possibility. Yeah. But I think what happened with Brock on Monday night definitely has made Cody a much bigger baby face. Oh, yeah. Getting the beat down for him to continue going after the the the, the empire of the bloodline. You, and, I, and I agree. I think SummerSlam will see them go at it again. Do you know what I wanted to see happen? You know, you were talking mm. about the WrestleMania moments. Do you know what I wanted to see in that Cody Roman match? Mm. I wanted to see Dustin run the hell down the ramp and just beat the shit out of him. Ronald says a backlash is going to be Cody versus Brock. And the other match to announce is Ray and Bad Bunny versus Dominic uh, and uh, Priest. That last match, the tag match, I'm not surprised. I, I think that was sort of announced right away. Yeah. Have they, I guess it sounds like it's officially been announced, Cody and Brock at Backlash in Puerto Rico next month. Yeah. I can see that. May 6th, May 9th, whatever that Mother's Day Sunday is. Good day. You didn't like my idea about Justin no, coming down? About, no, well, it would be interesting to see that happen. But uh, he's, it, that would have to be something Tony would have to approve, though, wouldn't it? Well. He's approved stuff before you approved Christian to come out if you wanted to come over with Edge for the brood entrance. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. You, were you kind of anticipating the brood? Everyone wanted to see the brood entrance of like Gangrel and Christian right. and Edge. And right. Gangrel was out in LA. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah. According to reports, Tony gave his blessing for Christian to come back here and, and go and attend with them to do that. So I was looking for it. I was hoping. Yeah. I was looking I was what I was looking for, and then like Whatever that mirror thing he had on was, I was like, what is this? Wasn't, but, that, uh, wasn't that the Shockmaster's mask when he uh, fell through the wall? It looked Something like, like it, it, right? Didn't it? It was. It was. <laughs> I don't know if it com came off on TV, but there was like an exorcist. Like, they, Hell in the Cell came down. Right. And then they started playing this video. So everyone's like recording, thinking Edge is about to come out. And, and it was works. a freaking exorcist commercial. Yeah. You would have thought, like, Hitler, somebody getting like entrance music hit <laughs> as loud as those boos were. Wow. People were pissed. Wow. And then like Edge came out for real. And I was like, what is that? Yep. Interesting. But see, that that those type of thoughts, Gangrel coming out, 
dust and possibly run mm -hmm. that may those types of surprises surprises that we don't expect right that's what makes for good and so when you look well, we at seen mcmahon though i was going to say the only two surprises was mcmahon and mcafee yeah. couldn't like you said with of all the people that was out in la and around the science they could have done better than than mcafee and, and i like mcafee i love his energy and all of that but mcafee and mcmahon is the two surprises i'd really. rather seen eric bischoff <laughs> i was hoping randy orton was going to be like gotcha. a, surprise yeah. or the other thing we thought it was going to be because at the wrestlemania superstore they were laying out hints of shit. really like they had like the belt wall and there was always like holes missing and then we randomly went there saturday night and the fiend belt was there and it wasn't there friday or saturday like afternoon mm -hmm. and they were like wwe told us to put this out Mm. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then you go around the corner where the VIP thing is, and they just set up the Firefly Funhouse with, like, the big puppets. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And I was like, what if Bray Wyatt's the surprise on Sunday? And no, of course not. So no. even him Why? with his spiritual no. stuff to be involved somehow in the Edge and Finn Balor demonic kind of stuff would have made a lot more sense than some of what, what they did. Um but you're right. If those those are the only two surprises I can think of, then yes, we missed a whole lot of boat opportunity of surprises that could have even just <laughs> nods. Like even if even if like we always talk about, if The Rock would just come out on stage, he doesn't even have to get in or near the ring. Just come on stage, hear his music pop. After Roman wins, bring the glasses down, turn, give him the eyebrow, and then quietly turn around and walk out. That's all he needs to do. At this the place would have went insane, right? But then, but then. We we have that, you know, we're talking about this, right? But then you get to Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and the fans are so upset with what's go, going on now after 160,000 fans are cheering for WrestleMania. It goes down. Well, I was going to say it went down to shitters, but... Uh, <laughs> But you said it. So yeah, the crowd was still hyped. It was just a bad show on Raw. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say, did not. There are more like... turns and like cooler things that happened on NXT. Stop and think about it. The SmackDown show before WrestleMania, the uh, week before out here, that was a shitty show. Then we get the Raw show Monday night after WrestleMania. Wasn't all that good of a show either. That's always the biggest show. I was just as hyped to go to the Raw after WrestleMania as I was for WrestleMania. And I tuned in a little bit on Monday night, and it just was not the typical Raw after WrestleMania crowd. They didn't hijack anything. Did, is it possible WWE put the kibosh to control the audience and not hijack the show at all? Did they do anything? From watching, like, WrestleMania, I watched, like, the replay to see if I can catch myself on TV. Right. WWE messed with the audio a lot. I thought so. Like a lot, because there were chants in there that didn't make TV that were loud as hell. Yeah, was like because the stadium's so big, they have like that huge screen that goes yeah. like around the thing. Yeah, and they had like the matches playing on it, so like you knew what the hell was going on. Like, yeah, because I had to watch like some of it. So it was, like when everyone was standing, I would just be like, "All right, what's this?" Yeah, and what? it was just the WrestleMania logo for a minute, right? And 
the whole goddamn place was screaming. Yeah. Fix the screen. What? Fix the screen. Oh, I thought it was, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Everyone was, there was 80,000 people during the Seth Rollins, Jeez. Logan Paul match screaming, fix the screen, fix the screen. That was not on TV no, at all. I've never heard any of that, yeah. But they do that at all the shows anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, which is which is a shame that they have to do that. But the the raw after uh, WrestleMania was not what it used to be in terms no. of the crowd hijacking and chance and all Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, our, our our co-host here didn't hear our show last week. Regarding which topic? I I made a statement last week that I will now never ever let WWE <coughs> have my money for a live performance show here in Las Vegas again. Huh? Not after seeing that SmackDown show. Sorry. Are you going to go to AEW in May? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Which show are they doing out here in May again? Which Double or nothing. Double or nothing? Yeah, I got they my have Dynamite and Rampage Wednesday and then Double, Double or, or Nothing Sunday. Sunday. Wow. Yeah, are you going? Hell yeah. I'm going. I got my tickets. In I fact, I'm staying at MGM Wednesday night. Nice. Because where it's going to be so long of a night, <coughs> I'm not, I, I don't body, man. When I get tired, I'm just going to hell to the Where room. Where are the shows being MG, done? MGM Wednesday night and T-Mobile Sunday. There you go. Excellent. All right, let's move on. A couple more comments before we go to our break. Uh, this one will be quick. Ronda Rousey and Baszler, they won the Fatal 4-Way. Um, it was just a showcase for Ronda. She, because of her shoulder elbow injury, she didn't do much in the match itself until – getting the arm, arm, arm on to, to get the win. Uh, I don't think that was, I think that could have been another bathroom break match for many people, in my opinion. Uh, and again, I get they're trying to build Little Morgan's on my TV. It's not a bathroom but, break match. <laughs> All right. What? Gunther, Sheamus, and McIntyre was probably the most physical match I've ever seen, not ever seen, but have seen in quite a long time. That match went almost, what, like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. The, the chops and the blood and the chest. Oh, my gosh. They slapped the hell out of each other, oh. man. You know what? I was waiting for Monday night, man. I was hoping Monday night raw, they was going to come out, the three of them, get McMahon in the, in the fucking ring and trap the shit out of him <laughs> Monday night. That's what I was hoping, man. As bad as that Gestapo looks now, oh they should trap the shit out of him, all three of them. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, Put now, the LA stop on him. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Um, are you surprised that Gunther retained? No, no. I thought he was going to retain. Okay. I think I called that. So who's, that next? A... who's next now for the IC? Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Interesting. How they? Yeah. How do you think they're going to build that? I think he's going to. Gunther's going to come out, be like, Shinsuke. "I beat everybody. I have no challengers left," and hit the violence. Could that be? Could that be the return of Randy Orton? Another report. They said Randy Orton's not coming back until 2024. Yeah, I read that really? also. I didn't yeah. read that. Yeah, I saw that. So his back not, is so jacked. he's still not healthy yet. Yeah, I'll I read to, that same report I'll where it's to talk to his dad. Where the headline basically on. said, "Don't expect him to return anytime soon." Uh, so I read the okay. same thing. All right. Um, okay. I mean, I would. Love, I want to see Shinsuke get back in the fold. That was he's too good Italian. Uh, a talent to be sitting Italian, back. Italian, huh? Ita well, he's okay. Italian, is he? Um, back in catering, but I want to. But I like the. I, I guess the idea of I have no challenges now becomes. What other way? There really is no other way to introduce the next challenger when you're starting fresh with a new feud. I get that. 
Um, I, I won't be upset because he held the IC belt. Initially, he was the one that took over the new design belt, wasn't he? Yeah. He's, so He's from Kyoto, Japan. Yeah. The, Hope his, did his English the, get any the, better while he was away? Probably not. The home of the Cherry Blossom Festival. I thought it was in Washington, D.C. Mm -mm. It started in Kyoto, oh. Japan. There you go. The all chief right. is educated. So, <laughs> I know. I get educated. Uh, all right. So any other thoughts on the triple threat for the IC belt? Other I, than it being as great. I thought it was a tremendous One of the best matches of the weekend. And, I, and I you agree know, with that. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I think it's over because if you watched SmackDown last night, it was uh, the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Uh, and the six man last night. So uh, I, I'd say, you know, it's over. The individual side, but yet they yes. still have Gunther and Sheamus in there with their factions going at it. So maybe it's not as done yet as we think. Maybe maybe they did that not knowing what's going on with Drew, you know, if they're whatever. I mean, I hope it is. It's time to move on because I think sometimes we carry on some feuds a little too long. A little bit. But See, yes, Chief and Aaron both picked Gunther. See, I told you. There you go. Chief knows what All you're right. talking about. Let's talk about one more match before we go to our break for the second hour, and that is the ladies' title. Bianca Belair defeated Asuka. Thoughts on that match, fellas? That was Ryan's bathroom break match. He legit left. They, <laughs> it, it, it was okay. For a women's match, it was a good match. However, it was not if, – if we're going to compare it, it wasn't – Charlotte and Rhea. Oh no, not okay. even close. Not even close. No. But they have, you know, you have to put a women's match on there for night two. You have. Well, to. you have, especially right. as it's a title match. So, I was, I was expecting Oscar to win it. I really was, and and Ronald, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I, I think I picked uh, Oscar to win it. Uh, I, I never saw Bianca retaining the title although i'm glad she has mm -hmm. from this aspect african-american mm -hmm. lady mm -hmm. i'm very happy we've only had one other champion mm -hmm. african-american ron simmons that's mm -hmm. it so I'm, I'm very very happy heavyweight champ you're talking about yes the individual champ i'm very jacqueline like women's champion at one point diva that was the diva's title he's talking about the women's yeah. champion Sasha Banks. That that one yeah. I kind of draw a little line on. That I, I realize there's some roots there, but I, I think she isn't she more Hispanic background than I she don't know. Sasha? No. no I'm, I'm just you know. Oh, I said it because the way she just anyway. So, I, what do I know so from that a, from that from that aspect, yeah. I'm glad she did retain the title. Yeah. Was there any lad ever a heavyweight champ in WWE? No. 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 I don't think Ernie Lad. The cat lad. No. He was he the intercontinental champ. I, I for some reason I have a vision in my head of him holding a belt. I don't know which one it is. It may not have been with the WWE. It could have been with another uh, company. I know he. I know he held a belt down in Bill Watts' territory. Okay. When he was a booker down there. Gotcha. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But I, I could swear I could see a picture of Lad with the belt, but. Again, it may not have been a WWE belt. There you go. 
Need to help that's the women's title. That's that was so the original. She was a yeah. women's title. Okay, Jackie. All right, I stand corrected, Miss Jacqueline. But still, that was that was how long ago did she have that title? That's okay. Nineties. No, no, but no, but that's okay. What I'm saying, I'm agreeing with you. It's been thirty years or twenty, whatever it is, since then to now. <sighs> I'm just very representative. Yeah, you know, and I, it's I'm, a year. Right, she's she won the title a year ago, WrestleMania, right? Yeah. So I'm mean, gonna let it go. Three hundred sixty-five days and counting. All right, so it's time for Roman to lose his. With that, we're gonna step aside for a break of the second hour. We have two more matches to kind of throw around and chop on from night number two, and then after that, we'll figure it out from there. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long running Vegas Unwrapped radio show and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. Hey everybody, I am Aaron Phillips, you are I'm Governor Val Brown Klingelhofer. And we host what kind of show? We host the most fabulous show on this network you've ever seen. It's all about Kiwanis and what's going on in our, our different cities. And Kiwanis Connects is the title, and you can watch us every Friday morning, 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific time, right on Facebook or WWDB-TV. Say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Aloha. And Bruno. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Can Anywhere, folks. Aaron Phillips, the chief, and Matt Mullaney here in the house, keeping the Ford down. 702-992-3207. We are going to kind of just breeze over the last two matches from night two. But first, this announcement from Chief. Sports cards, toys, and collectible shows, Sam's Town Hotel and Casino. August 26th and 27th, and November 4th and 5th, put on by Power Play Sports and Collectibles, Mr. Scott Hosey. That's it. Check it out. All the information is on his, the Facebook page for Power Play. Those are the dates. Mark your calendars because the first one we did a couple of weeks, months ago already, was very well done. And the folks that were there couldn't wait to come back and do another show. So I'm glad. That yeah, they were happy. Yeah, I'm They're even adding more stuff to the giveaway as they were going on. I'll, That's right. I'll be there. We'll be there. Chief will be there. So what? Will I. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. All right, real quickly, we, we kind of touched a little bit about this before. We know that Edge defeated Finn Balor. The match, I think, the match when it was a little shorter than originally designed because of the ladder yeah. issue. Yes. I mean, he received staples during the flip yes. of the match, and you knew from a TV perspective 
what that they were paying a lot of attention to because all they showed was Edge going from ring to ring, looking under the ring, pulling stuff out, killing time. So we knew something was going on. I didn't, didn't realize they were stapling his head back together. I'm sure they stapled it and then put some super glue on it. Oh, while out at the ring? Yes. And you and I noticed that after the match restarted, the doctors or the medical team were still inside the cage. Yes. Did I see that right? Yes. Just in case. So, And then he showed that gnarly picture the day after. Holy crap. Um, but it was a good match, and now we'll see what happens uh, with Edge and the, Balor. The, does Edge, does Edge, uh, does Edge retire? He said think? this is his last run, but I don't think he's retiring yet. I think he wants to retire in Toronto. I think it was the only thing I don't like about WrestleMania is on the West Coast. It's always so bright that like entrances, like if they would have done like Balor's demon entrance when it was like pitch black, right? And like better. Edge's, it would have looked way cooler, but right. They were trying to stall as long as humanly possible for that sun to go down. Really? Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. I can see that. Yeah. And last but not least, folks, we know what went on with Roman Reigns and, and Cody. Uh, a very strong match, I think. But the outcome, I think, fooled, fooled me. I think I picked Cody to finally win. Um, but, again, the bloodline reigns supreme. See what I did there? Roman <laughs> reigns supreme. Anyway, I'm going to segue, though, into some information that's on the WWE report. Matt, why don't you share this? Since we're talking about Reigns, we're always talking about his length of title hold and everything else in comparison to Bruno, but you have some great information on that. Why don't you share it? This is outstanding information. Everyone was talking about, like, Cody winning and stuff, and I was like, it's getting too close to this thousand-day thing. Like, he's got to almost hold on to this for a while. And I, like, looked up and I saw, like, a graphic. To get to a thousand days, Roman has to hold the belt until May 27th. To beat Pedro Morales' record of 1,028 days, he has to hold it until June 24th. To beat Bruno San Martino's first run, he has to hold it until January 20th, 2024, which is 1,238 days. To beat Hulk Hogan's longest run, he has to hold the belt until September 13th, 2024, which is 1,475 days. To beat Bob Backlund's record, he has to hold it until July 6th, 2026. 2,136 days, and to beat Bruno San Martino's all-time record, which was his second run, he has to hold it until May 4th, 2028, which is 2,804 days. Mm. That's great information. But I don't think he's going to hold it much longer past the 1,000 days because I'm almost positive Cody Rhodes finishes his story at SummerSlam. You think SummerSlam will go down? And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, you and I beat each other up, and that's okay because we love each other. But I, I, the one thing, as a wrestling fan, let's not forget, folks, Roman Reigns has been under some extreme medical conditions this whole time that this record's going on. Let's not ever forget that, all right? Yeah, he may be in remission from leukemia, but that doesn't mean that everything stopped when he came back on TV and announced it was, he was in remission. You still have a lot of aftercare to make sure that you stay healthy. Uh, so absolutely, I think that's a great point that sometimes gets lost. Chief is the only one to pick Roman to retain. There you go. Thank you. There you go. All right. Um, Pretty good, huh? <laughs> 
WrestleMania 39, I believe, was to be the best ever that they've had financially, if I yeah. remember that correctly. Um, they've made boku dollars on the corporate sponsorships this year, from what I read as well. Um, <coughs> next year's in Philly, if I, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah. Now, that should be a, an interesting uh, location to have it in as well. But they need to do the Hall of Fame at the ECW Arena. That would be interesting. And put Paul Heyman in the Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. And Tommy Dreamer. I agree with that. That would be all right. And D'Lo Brown. And Demolition. There, I gave you some names, WWE, to think about, you dumb shits. <laughs> you put Stacy. Give me a break. Don't get me you started You gave now. up your rant time. That's okay. <laughs> I'm calming down. All right. So Monday, not only was the Raw after WrestleMania, but some news was starting to hit the fan, really going into WrestleMania weekend. Pretty good. <laughs> what? Can we get Chiefs Medicine up here, please? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we the announcement was made officially. WWE and UFC, uh, which is owned by Endeavor Corporation, Oh. Made it official, made the big announcement right that now everybody's under one happy roof, so to speak, under the Endeavor umbrella, yep. because the owner of Endeavor maintains 51% of the new entity. Yep. Vince McMahon will, will maintain the balance of 49%. Um, initial reaction, though, on the stock market that Monday morning, shares of WWE Inc. based in Stanford were up 33% this year overall, but fell nearly 4% in Monday afternoon trading. Shares in, in Denver, uh, of Endeavor, based in Beverly Hills, slipped more than 7% on Monday. Oh, wow. Uh, like I said before yeah. the show, I heard it was like about $5 or so a share. So what does that dropped. reflect? What, 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 why, if, if, you know, billion, I think, was it nearly $7 billion was the transaction price, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the ink hasn't officially dried legally on everything, even though the announcement's been done. Um, the owner of Endeavor has said publicly that he wants Vince McMahon to stay in charge of W. He loves Vince and all this other stuff. Another report I read is that an offer to buy WWE also provided an option not to include Vince McMahon in moving forward. Okay. Um, we know the aftershocks has been a week since all that five, six days as we get to today. Um, you know, we hear rumblings. Um, we hear rumblings of the fact that talent obviously is not happy. Morale dropped significantly. Talent may ask for their release. You know, these are all things that have come, even Bailey not showing up Monday. People are speculating. Was that because she was unhappy with the return of Vince? That's all behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And now we have this sale. Okay. We know um, we know that eventually Vince had to sell the company. I mean, he, you know, he had to do something with it, given that he's what his mid seventies now, 76, 77. Yeah. Quite frankly, we're joking about it. We showed the picture a few times. In my opinion, he did himself no great service by dyeing his hair jet black, a mustache that is not exact. Now, granted, he's kind of talking there, so his right lip is kind of up a little bit. But when he's not, his mouth is in a non-speaking position, the mustache is not a great look. He looks like a porn star from the 70s. He's going through a three-quarters life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do a side-by-side -side of him and the young Ron Jeremy to see if that would have had the same look. But this picture right here, this look, even his eyebrows, black, his eyes look beady right here. Uh, it's not a good look for Vince McMahon physically. Now, 
He he looked. I'm going to tell you, if that don't look like a guy that's on speed, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, his, you're right. Look at his eyes. I mean, that's why I say they look beady because you see his the black of his eyes just look not normal. But uh, anyway, Will Will Richards said uh, Endeavor overspent for the product. Who said that? Will Richards. Oh, Will's in there. Okay, overspent for the product. Well. He also says in here, leave to McMahon. <laughs> I know, Chi Che. I'm from Jersey. What do I know from uh, vowels? Anyway, so where, I mean, realistically, the one thing I don't want to see is this thing progresses. I don't want to see a crossover between UFC and WWE events. I don't want to see Conor McGregor in a wrestling match. No, I don't think they're going to cross. I hope Dana not. White already said they're not. But Endeavor seems to like buy products and leave them alone. Like that's why Dana White's still in charge of UFC and they mm -hmm. kind of do their own thing. So I'm pretty sure it's what's going to happen with WWE. But the one thing that scares me is once that Peacock deal is up mm -hmm. and if WWE ends up going to the ESPN plus like UFC, we're going to end up having to pay $70 for pay-per-views again. That, I, that will not happen. I won't spend that money again. I won't either. And, and, and I'll tell you what, I said before you got to the studio this morning, Chief and I were talking about raw and how different it looked if if talent's going to start asking for their release now whether they get it or not it's a whole different thing they can ask all they want but uh, my 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 thought is if the show's going to go down and the morale is down and and vince is in charge i you know i'm a huge wwe supporter from the mid 70s okay i'm not happy with what's going on as a fan but I will jump off ship WWE. As a matter of fact, I told Chief I started watching the, the AEW behind the scenes show that they have now. Yep. Uh, What's like AEW <laughs> Access, something All like access. that. Yeah. Because I have to admit, other than the WWE wrestlers that are now there, I don't know their talent as well as I should because of me being as busy as I am. I have all those hours to watch. So I'm focusing now on that, learning more about the characters. I watched the episode half of this morning's episode, learned a little more about Tay Mello, her background, where she's from, judo and all of that. Yeah. I'm Because you know what? I, I'll jump ship. If this thing continues to go to the crapper, and maybe Vince, as he's always said, he, he cares less about the shows because he's making more money on merchandise. I don't know, but I'm, I'm very concerned about the fandom of WWE with the sale with Vince back in charge. Stephanie, at one point a few weeks ago, said, I will not return to WWE if my father's back in place. Can I read? Can I read? Uh, yeah. You got something there? Triple H big announcement was in a few weeks we get the annual draft. My question is how many are going to be drafted to either AEW, Impact, New Japan, ROH, or MLW after seemingly seeing Vince back in charge? Well, they can't be drafted anywhere unless they're out of their contract. Or they pull a Naomi-Sasha thing and they just walk out, but then they couldn't do anything for a couple of months. That's anyway. an interesting comment. Oh, absolutely. That's an mm -hmm. interesting comment. Now, would it be interesting if the Forbidden Door does go down during this draft? No. That would be crazy shit. Between, let's just say, let's, let's say between AEW and WWE. If a Forbidden Wall goes down and now you're looking at the, I mean, AEW, where's Miro? We know he's a name. We keep bringing up that's just sitting around. They're not doing anything with the guy. You know, so Mr. interesting to see. Mr. Rankins in the yep. uh, Billy Starks is the future. Okay. Who's Billy Starks? That's what I was going to ask. John, please please give us information on who, who that is. Uh, rumor, oh, Ronald says rumors are that Seth has asked for his release too. 
All right, so we have to let, let's be careful with all of this because we know this is rumors and it's good information to see. We have to follow through with that because if Seth is asked for his release, if Becky and Lita drop the belts on Monday, is it possible Becky then follows suit? Again, we don't know, but that's a question, right? So it'll be interesting. And I think this is going to hurt the product and we're going to see the stock values of at least the WWE side, I think, get tremendously reduced because of wrestlers, their name wrestlers going on to, now again, they can ask all they want, whether they get the release or not, it's another question, yeah. another answer. Um, this is where the question of being that independent contractor thing may fall in, even though they're an IC and they have a contract, but they still should have some ability, but I don't know. I don't know the laws of independent contract contractors like or, or uh, contracts like that. I'm not a contract attorney. But it'll be interesting to see if Seth is, let's say, the first and Bailey, let's say, maybe because it was speculation. Bailey didn't appear because she was unhappy on Monday with with uh, Vince coming back. Um, that all of a sudden the rumors come out that damage control now is going to be split up uh, possibly soon, too, as well. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, what was the feel out in WrestleMania for any of that? Because the, the potential announcement on Monday had to be floating around last weekend. Yeah, everyone was talking about, like, I heard it's being sold and. What if like UFC really does take it over? What's going to happen? Then people were talking about the whole streaming thing. Mm -hmm. Well, how much longer is the Peacock contract? A year? I'm not sure. About a year, maybe. Probably. Because then they also would probably have to think about Fox and USA Network. Those contracts carrying SmackDown and, and Raw too. That's got to be coming up in within the next couple of years, I would think. Yeah, their TV contracts are actually up pretty quickly. Okay, so they're in the middle of doing. Okay, all right. Uh, John says. Um, where is it? She just wrestled last night on AEW against Jade. That's that. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Billy Starks. Oh, I know I heard that name recently. Uh, and then Will says Seth got pulled from the ring. Right. Seth got pulled in the ring from the ring during a commercial. I didn't think he got pulled, but producers went up to him. We saw the snapshot at Raw. You can talk about this. During the commercial break, they went up to Seth. Yeah. He just did like his thing where like everyone was singing. And then it went to commercial and the producers were in his ear like the whole time. And then. He just stood there for a minute when the cameras went off and left. Hmm. And I was like, they must be saving time for something big. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, John says, we talked about this earlier, John, about Drew McIntyre. His contract ends up in July. Uh, I read a report this morning that, again, uh, one of the reasons that he's not happy and thinking about not resigning, the dollars involved. He thinks the numbers that he's being offered is not what he's worth. And also he says creative where the direction now of his character is going to be going is also probably because they're keeping him at a main event picture. I would think. Yeah. This, this here is from itnwwe.com. Okay. Seth Rollins has informed in an interview in 2021 that his WWE contract has two to three years more. We can expect his contract to end around WrestleMania 2024. So next year. So he has a, uh, about a year left. About a year left. Okay. But you can, again, if even if he asks for his release, you know, it's a matter whether it gets granted uh, at all. They don't have to release him. He hasn't missed time for injury, so it's not like they have to back if, put if, dates on the end of his contract. If they release, if they release a wrestler, can. WWE put in there that uh, like a non-compete clause. Oh, they all Pretty much everybody that. has a 90-day non-compete clause yeah. unless you let your 
if they're released, you have a 90-day non-compete clause in WWE, 30 days in NXT. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you let your contract just go, right, totally, and different. you can like debut somewhere the next day. Yeah. Okay. So Absolutely. if it's totally done and over with. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, because then they have no commitment left at that point if the contract just runs out. Okay. So, which again is why like a Vicky Guerrero and AEW yeah. is just yeah. sitting home until the contract. That's runs a damn out. shame. You know, it would have been nice to see her make an appearance. Yeah. In the Dominic and Ray storyline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? All right. One of the journalists asked Roman about the potential sale of, uh, during the press conference after WrestleMania. Um, he didn't really care to answer. He said, I don't know nothing. And I was worried about prepping for the match. That was that was the kind of response. And I don't blame him uh, for having that kind of reply, even if he did know something or had a, had a feeling about it. I like so. how I did the interview and they're asking him about the bloodline storyline. And he goes, if this is baseball, we're in like the third inning. He's like, there's a lot more coming. This is going to be the best storyline anyone's ever seen in their life. And it has been that, I think, thus far for what is it, a minimum of a year at least. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, even you know now, even injecting with the Sammy situation, and now you got the thing. With what's going to happen with Jay and Jimmy? There was a little something yeah. the other night, you know. So he's a million percent correct. There's so many different directions that storyline can certainly go. All right, anything else on the sale you guys want to bring up, think about, mention, care to think about, care to mention? Still see dough and around we go. No. Okay. With the price of UFC tickets, too, I wonder if, like, ticket prices for WWE events are going to start going up, too. How well attended are MMA events versus WWE shows? Do you know? I mean, like a car. Bigger fights always sell out. In terms of how many people, like, in attendance? Like T-Mobile Arena. So still the Madison same. Madison Square Garden. So still the same mid-teens, 17,000 yeah. people. Okay. So I'm just thinking about the attendance difference. Now, the size of an MMA ring, UFC ring, uh, with the round approximately, how big is that in comparison to the squared circle? Is it a smaller area for these? It's bigger. It, the actual fighting area is bigger? I think so. Okay. Because on like the outside where like the ring girls go around and the train areas all right, all and right. stuff. Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure that's bigger, but. Okay. I don't know. I've, I've never seen a match live. That I'm not an MMA guy. Uh, but I'm curious to know some of the differences because what you just said, if and let's say if WWE can bring in 15,000 people, but an MMA event sell out. And again, guys, I'm just throwing numbers out here for the sake of conversation because the area that they need is bigger in MMA and you lose a thousand seats. You know, WWE is still going to make better bank based mm -hmm. on attendance and merchandising, supposedly, True. than UFC. I don't think UFC has nearly the number of celebrity stars that a WWE has in terms of merchandise. Well, as far as mer mm. you think WWE has more WWE has like more merch value, okay. but UFC does have a, they had a lot of star power and they're like front row tickets, like mm -hmm. two, $3,000. Uh, will the, will responds to my question about the ring size. He says, depends on the type of UFC event. Pay-per-views seem to have a larger cage than a regular, yeah. regular TV card. So, all right, that's cool. I, I appreciate that feedback. Um, if you guys are ready, you want to do some birthdays? Sure. Well, what are you giggling about up there? What do you say? Oh, John Rankin says, wake up, Matt. You made me yawn too, LOL. <laughs> Sorry, I got off at midnight. I was going to say, we got we to give Matt a little slack here with the weekend he had and the driving and, and trying to catch up. 
and working back in his normal routine. We'll give Matt a little little slack. So um, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Put me to sleep too. Yeah. Oh, well, you better not fall asleep back there. Uh, anyway, all right. It is time. It is uh, what April eighth. Next Friday is what the fourteenth. Uh, that means it's time for some birthdays. Happy birthday to my pocket aces. On Aaron's hour in the coming week. There you go. But today, April 8th, not only are we doing birthdays, but today we're going to announce some other wonderful celebrations. First birthday, Robbie Ellis celebrates a birthday today with anybody else who's out there celebrating. We have a couple of wedding anniversaries we want to acknowledge. Axel and Deborah Duggan, Duggan, oh, they're celebrating an anniversary today. And of course, Kelly and, and Scarlett. Their wedding anniversary one year as well. Happy anniversary to you all as well. April 9th, our current ladies champ, Bianca Belair, celebrating a birthday. April 10th, if you're celebrating a birthday, you're celebrating with Paul Bearer, Jesse Neal, Bruce Robinson, Angelo Papo, father of Randy and father. Randy and the genius. And the genius, Lanny Papo. You're welcome. April 11th, uh, Harley Race. Dustin Rose, the aforementioned Dusty Rose, Rhodes, Rose, Balls Mahoney, and Fire, and also on February 11th would have been another birthday for my uh, dear departed friend and John's friend, uh, my partner from Vegas Home Rap, Mr. Ricky Cash, would have celebrated another birthday on April 11th. April 12th, well, apparently nobody was busy nine months prior to that because we have nobody to mention there. April 13th, Antonio Rocco, Christian York, Sir Mo. Wasn't it Sir Duke? Oh, wait, that's a song. Monty Brown, Stan the Man, Stan the Man Stasiak. And on April 14th, the day before tax day, doesn't if tax 15th is on a weekend, taxes are due the following Monday, right? Finally, is how they so. do it. Lita, Brian Adams, Marina Schaffer, Shafir? Shafir. Shafir. And Julio De Niro. Does that mean he has a lot of money? You can bank on Julio De Niro. Yeah. Happy what? birthday to all of you. <laughs> Celebrate birthday with all of these people. Hope you all have a plead. Oh, by the way, happy Passover to everybody who's in the middle of celebrating matzah season. Yes. And tomorrow, of course, is Easter. I want to wish everybody a happy Easter. Be, yes. Enjoy family time yes. uh, this weekend as well. Most schools are out for this weekend here in Las Vegas in Clark County. Zero Monday, too, huh? Yes. Yep. That's Since there. Thomas is not here and he's at Albertsons, if you guys can please go find the egg aisle. <laughs> And you grab a dozen eggs and you launch them at Thomas to celebrate Easter or from everybody at Thoughts Count Anywhere. Or grab a turkey and slide it down aisle seven and play bowling. And uh, it'll be uh, it'll be good. Mr. Aaron will be back with you in a minute. He's reading an email I just got from a friend of mine who uh, uh, found out that his... Uh, 15 or 16 year old son has lymphoma B. Oh no. So, uh, well, our, our prayers and, and hearts and hugs go out to that family. We're not going to mention any names. No, we're not. Um, although I do want to send a special shout out to our good friend, uh, Mr. Palmer, Jamie Palmer. Out yeah. there. Uh, just let you know, we're thinking about you. Yes, sir. Hope all is well. We'll keep, we'll, we'll, uh, drop a hello. We'll talk about that off the air with him. If he does, is that what you're going to share to him about Jamie? Uh, yeah, I didn't want to catch it on the mics. Uh, okay, wait so, till after. Yeah. so we'll, we'll wait till after anyway. Uh, so here's what I want to say about things like this. And 
you know, just reach out to people. Somebody I haven't called or messaged or spoken to in a while, just reach out and say hello because you never know what the what that difference is going to make in somebody's life. So, um, all right, Ron Breaker turned heel on NXT this past week, attacking Carmelo Hayes after he lost the belt the night before, right? Or yeah. at Saturday also. So I'm surprised he didn't show up at Raw. Were you guys expecting him to be a call-up this week? I was. A thousand percent, I thought Ron Breaker, I thought there was going to be like a – Austin Theory was gonna have like a U.S. title open challenge, and Braun Breaker was gonna come out. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought for sure Braun was gonna come up. Gargano's gonna be back on TV, and Tommaso Ciampa was coming up. Mm-hmm. That's who I thought was gonna show up somewhere on 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 one of the shows this week, but uh, but, no. but due to the <laughs> due to the Gestapo guy, uh, none of it happened. I need a shirt, Gestapo guy. No, I don't know. I won't wear it. Yeah, no. wear that on. No. <laughs> I will wear it. No. Um, I'm a Gestapo guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm making when I get to work. Freaking Vince McMahon. A, a play on Paul Heyman. Some of Paul Heyman guy. I'm a I, I can't wear it. I won't no, wear it, but, no. but anyway, if you come up with something funny along those lines without being obvious, I'm okay with it. All right. Um, all right here's something I didn't know, and, and I missed this, and this is pretty interesting. Soraya was fined for using the word twat on dynamite, calling fans a bunch of neck, beard, stinky twats. They are, though. <laughs> Send your hate mail to Matt. Uh, if you go around to four wrestling shows, was he fine? Be thankful she isn't British. She is British. She is. Mustache. Oh, be thankful she didn't use the real word. Mustache oh, looks yeah. like paintbrush. <laughs> Say that again. Mustache looks like paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> looks like somebody's old eyebrow. Yeah. Um, no, who find her? Groucho AW Marks. or the TV? I think TV. TV, the, the TV uh, stations did TBS and company. That's interesting. I did not really? know that. Yeah. Why? FTR wins. The, did you not hear? <laughs> Why? Because it was. <laughs> it's fine. I heard. I heard. Oh, Come on. Let, let's go. Let's talk about AEW in London, Wembley Stadium. I'll talk about that. That was Tony Khan's announcement <laughs> last week. 90,000 people would be a sellout. Any chance. First of all, the question is. Any chance of even selling out 90,000? Any chance of them selling 45,000 tickets for that event? AEW, as much as I want them to succeed, they are not selling 90,000 tickets. They're going to spend a lot of money on tarps. <laughs> it's covering seats. My, my opinion, it's all according to how big over in that part of the, the world. Yeah supports AEW. Yeah. But even then, Money in the Bank is in London the month before. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's going to put a hurting on them right off the jump. Yeah, so why would Tony Khan go to Wembley a month after Money in the Bank? Why not? Just because of what Matt said. If everybody's going to be spending their money in WWE, that may put their event Wembley a month later in trouble, right? Especially considering their economic condition at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would think that... Uh, um, people, you know, the vast majority of the countries over there um, are okay financially. Uh, you know, you look at WrestleMania here and and, and uh, the different people that fly from all over the world to come to WrestleMania. 
I would say that the same people could, you know, even though it is a month later, I won't say all of them, but I'd say the vast majority could fly back into, you know, into England, into Wembley to see the show. Well, I'm not going to say 90,000. Let's put it this way. I think if they were to put 50,000 people in seats, in my mind, Mm -hmm. it would be a success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hi, Liz. Hey, hon. You missed you missed all the action. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm only kidding. I didn't do nothing wrong today. No, he's been he's been very well behaved, Liz. Go, you can go back and watch the show for yourself and your own opinion. Anyway, no, he's been. Good. Anyway. <laughs> I'll call you right after the show. So, uh, so here's a comparison. You know, last year's Unicon that we were at with Scott mm-hmm. and company. Yes, sir. He he and uh, um, well, who? Rob? Rob. Yeah. They they had dates set, but then there was another event very similar to Unicon that was like a week or two before Unicon. Yeah. And they moved the date specifically because it was two big events on top of each other. Yeah. And that's similar to what you're talking about between Money in the Bank and AEW Wembley. Yeah. What? I guess. <laughs> I was trying to create that battle. Oh. Um, so I, I, did, I, I didn't pick up on it. Obviously. Now Sorry. that Liz is in the room, you're not listening to anything we're saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that's the kind of comparison. I think if the show, if it was all by its... <laughs> oh, my God. That's something that I wish we had seen before the show. We that's good. I like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. If, you know what? Hold that up. Maybe, and, John, can you switch to Matt's one camera while he holds his and visual as, up? And as I say, if, I really feel if AEW can put 50,000. I think it would be a, yeah, I think it would be a success. I don't know if you can zoom in on that. I, I agree with you. I think, oh, there you go. Yeah, that the accurate thing of WrestleMania weekend <laughs> ever. Yeah, that's a great depiction of that weekend. Absolutely. Whoever did that, whoever that was, let's give me credit. <laughs> no, but I agree. If they can get 50,000 in after Money in the Bank, I think it would be a successful event for them. Yeah. Because they went to uh, uh, the... New York tennis thing last yeah. year. Arthur Ashe. Now, Arthur, Arthur Ashe, Ashe, thank Stadium. you. So what do they get? What do they hold there? 10,000 maybe for, for that tennis facility? The main yeah, court, about 10,000? Yes, yes. And they sold that out. And then, the, you know, the perfect place, people fail to realize, the perfect place for w, for AEW to go mm-hmm. would be Madison Square. Sell Madison Square out due to overflow. Oh, the, like the old time. Like the old time. Right. Like Closed circuit. That's what I was thinking of earlier. You, you could you could put 40,000 people. Right. In MSG. In MSG. Plus, the, well, that'll never happen as long as Vince McMahon's in control of WWE. We know that WWE, because he they wanted with, to get in there. The AEW wanted to get in there previously, and McMahon shot it down with with MSG. But here's here's Dolan and company. But let me ask you a question. Sure. With this new supposed contract and everything does mm-hmm. being that vince is not the majority will not be the majority stockholder and there is another company that's up here mm-hmm. does that possibly null and void the wwe contract with madison square i i say no because it seems to me under this new umbrella WWE will still run as WWE in name, as will UFC. Yeah. And so when it and and the owner, the new guy from the Endeavor side, he said, Vince is running the wrestling side. 
So I, I don't think, I mean, because AEW tried to get into MSG when they were looking at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, didn't they? Yeah. And when that started breaking, McMahon called up Dolan over there, uh, the owner, and said, hey, you can't do this. You're not getting, no, 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 this is WWE's home. And yet I, I agreed that I wish more wrestling was being done at MSG. You got to know. Because Dolan. WWE is not there enough to really make it their home anymore. You got to know Dolan, though. And I'll just and I'll just leave it at that. For who? AEW? Yeah. I, I would AEW coming out someday to do a Legion Stadium, but that's seventy thousand people there. I don't know if they'd even sell that out. No. You, you know, I'm. Uh, but it's Vegas, baby. I, I. Well, they do events out here, but right. they do it in the smaller arenas, I'll, and they do I'll, well. I'll say it again. I think if if they can put fifty thousand. And call it a success. I think they could mm -hmm. call it a success. Yeah. I, I really do. Now, WWE's been out of Wembley, correct, in the past? Yes. 92 and they, and they sold it out. So that was my question. Yeah. What success did WWE they, have at they Wembley sold, in the past? They sold it out. They sold it out. So if 50,000 people is a success for AEW versus WWE selling it out, is it really a success for AEW then? If you want to compete on WWE's level, you got to sell out Wembley like WWE did. Uh, I, I don't disagree with you, but... I'll give you a little insight on something. You have a minute left to share okay. your wisdom, sir. Whose mom and dad owns a wrestling company over in the uh, British Isles? Sarai. Thank you. Yeah, but that, that's the wrestling. That, that's not on the level of anybody That's else. like the equivalent of saying. No, no. Do you know what her, her, how well her mom and dad are respected oh, I, over I, there? Sure, sure. That'll be able to draw fans in, but they don't. They live in a really, really. I, I, I totally understand. They're, I agree with you. They have a lot of. They're, they're, they're well known out there. They're. Uh, I don't know if it's enough to put another fifty thousand butts in a seat to close out, sell out Wembley. Well, if some of these contracts run out, it'd be interesting. To they see run in such happens. small towns. That's like the equivalent of saying a certain promoter in Vegas is going to help sell out. WrestleMania but in Vegas. But if I remember right. And we all know he ain't doing that. But if I remember right, I believe uh, I believe fellas like Sheamus and Drew McIntyre and some of that crowd wrestled for that promotion. And it'd be interesting if contracts ran out. Yeah, I, but I don't happens. see that. I wouldn't see them going over to Soraya, Soraya's parents kind of thing. No, no. But I could see him going over to. Would it increase and help attendance? Absolutely. I don't. It's enough. To, again, it's going to be interesting. If his contract was up and he debuts at All In in London, <laughs> but if he debuts without any warning, oh, like a surprise get... return, you're not selling out Wembley. No. If they announce ahead of time that he is signed, you know, Drew McIntyre is all elite. Different story. Yeah, and, and or, I agree with that. Or Sheamus. Well, any of them. If they're secret, if they're being, but I don't see Sheamus. I don't see Sheamus because of brawling brutes. Drew, I could see. I could see Seth and 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 uh, Becky. Becky. I see them going to AEW first. Just, if, just if my, happens. you know. I, uh, and if Bailey gets released, she's going to go wherever Sasha is. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, folks, we got to shut it down. Another great show talking about WrestleMania and and whatnot and sharing uh, Matt's time there did we we didn't even show all the pictures did we no next week next week we'll save them for and, more for and next you know week. what welcome back brother thank i, I miss you i Glad really did miss you absolutely uh jennifer thank you have a great rest of your day at the top of the hour yep. aaron's hour with aaron phillips i am the host of gutsy traveler travelers coming on
Christina, Christina, look what you're making me do. Christina. Christina Katz. Great show. Christina talking about Katz. having guts yeah. to do things in life. All right. Final thoughts, Mr. Matt. Everybody have a good, safe week. It's starting to warm up here in Vegas. Drink yeah. water. Don't end up in an ambulance. At See least, you all next week. At least not on Matt's watch. <laughs> Chief. Hey, everybody. Good seeing you this week. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed being with you. Y'all come back next week. And for everybody, happy Easter. Absolutely. As Chief and Matt said, thank you for watching. We appreciate each and every one of you. Remember to check us out, falsecanandywhere.com. Go to the shop tab. Check out all the merchandise. You never know when something new is going to pop up because Matt is just that good. That's Yeah. Great. Be kind to everybody. Why is that? We're all we have. We'll see you next week here on Thoughts Cut Anywhere, and I'll see you all back again at the top of the hour. Thank you for watching.